Hey, welcome to day 185 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. I'm special guest Isaac Quinnell, here to help out with Pastor Mike's uh, workload since he has so much going on. I'm also his nephew, so uh, I'll, I might call him Pastor Mike, Uncle Mike. We'll see. But today I, I wanted to share a highlight from our reading of 2 Kings 12-13 to and 2 Chronicles 24. Uh, there's a few different verses in these passages that stuck out to me, so I'll probably be jumping around a little bit. The first part that stuck out to me was when Joash was appointed king. The Bible says that um, Joash did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight and that he was favorable with God. However, uh, he did not take down the pagan shrines, Asher poles, and stop the people of Ju- Judah from, uh, from worshipping other gods. So... He, he did what was favorable, but he didn't take the necessary actions. So he was kind of half-faith. Later on in verse uh, 12, 18, says that King Joash, um, after he had rebuilt the temple and refilled it with articles of silver, gold, he was threatened of attack by King Hazel of Aram. And in order to uh, deviate him from attacking Israel, he sends all the work he had done in the previous years, he sends all the silver gold uh, over to King uh, Hazel. And instead of uh, consulting God for wisdom. Later on in Second Chronicles uh, chapter 24, verse 17, uh Jehoiada, the prophet that was advising King Joash, is said to have died. And during this time, King Joash, um, he kind of stepped away from his faith in the Lord. And it says that the people of uh, the people of Judah came to King Joash and persuaded him to follow their religion of uh, with the pagan shrines and Asherah poles. So, because of this, um, Joash ends up stoning uh, Jehoiada's son, Zechariah, in verse 21. It says that, Then the leaders plotted to kill Zechariah, and King Joash ordered that they stone him to death in the courtyard of the Lord's temple. So, even though Jehoiada was graceful and advised Joash for years, Joash repaid him with eventually killing his son. And because of this, in ver- chapter 24, verse 25 of Second Chronicles, it says that after the Bereans withdrew, Joash was severely wounded, but his own officials plotted to kill him for murdering the son of Jehoiada the priest, who was Zechariah. They assassinated him as he lay in bed, and then he was buried in the city of David, but not in the royal cemetery. So... Um, this part just really spoke to me because uh, Joash, at the very start, he was just with God, but he was always kind of half-faith. He never took action. He he went along and he uh, made sure that the temple was rebuilt, but he never removed the pagan shrines and Asherah poles. And later on, because of this, after Jehoi- Jehoiada died, um, the people of Israel came back to him with the Asherah poles and pagan shrines. 
and persuaded him to follow them, which ended up uh, causing him to kill Zachariah, and then he got assassinated because of this. So I was looking at this and thinking of how jo- Joash never really fully committed himself to God. He always... Um, he was only really just with God when Jehoiada was around advising him, but he never really made that personal connection with God. Uh, he, he did what was necessary, but he didn't go out of his way to destroy the pagan shrines. And because of this, he was later influenced by the people of Judah, and they convinced him to follow their religion, which caused him to uh, stone Zechariah, and then he was killed because of this. So I, it just made me think that um, sometimes in our Christian walk, too, we're not fully committed to God. We believe him in, in him, we do what's necessary, but we don't necessarily um, go out of our way to do, go above and beyond. I, that just made me think of that. And the other part of the reading that I found was interesting was when King Jehoash was being attacked um, when he was leading Israel. And Zechariah, or not Zechariah, sorry, Elisha, um, uh, was there. So King jo- Jehoash goes to Elisha and he asks him for guidance. And he says, My father, my father, I, sorry, this is Second Kings 13, verse 14. When Elisha was in his last illness, King Jehoash of Israel visited him and wept over him. My father, my father, I see the chariots and charioteers of Israel, he said. Elisha told him, Get a bow and some arrows. And the king did as he was told. Elisha told him, Put your hand on the bow. And Elisha laid his own hands on the king's hands. Then he commanded, Open that eastern window. And he opened it. Then he said, Shoot. So he shot an arrow. Elisha proclaimed, This is the Lord's arrow, an arrow of victory over Aram, for you will completely conquer the Aramians at Aphek. Then he said, Now pick up the other arrows and strike them against the ground. So the king picked them up and struck the ground three times. But the man of God was angry with him. You should have struck the ground five or six times, he proclaimed. Then you would have beaten Aram until it was entirely destroyed. Now you will be victorious only three times. So this just showed that Jehoash, um, who the Bible says was a king that was evil, in a time of crisis he tried to turn to God, but he was still only half faith, half in faith. He didn't take the necessary action. So Elisha promised that he'd be victorious. However, Elisha afterwards says, take the other arrows and strike them against the ground. And Jehoash, out of uh, lack of faith, only strikes the ground three times, even though there was many other arrows to choose from. So this, this is just another example of how sometimes uh, we can be, I don't want to say lazy, I don't know the right word, but in our faith where uh, we're just kind of half committed. Elisha says to strike the arrow with the other arrows, and he only strikes it three times. He just gives a half attempt at it. So I feel like sometimes in our lives, God asks us to do something. We also need to consider that uh, we need to go all in. We can't just go halfway and hope for the best, because then God will only return half of the blessing. So I think that we need to remember that in our lives too. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us, for, join us tomorrow for another highlight, and I'll see you later.